Happy Tuesday Mistake Hive, Kathy here, and welcome to our part one episode on sex and relationship taboos. A little disclaimer, as mentioned in the title, we do talk about sex in this episode and also overuse the word vibe. As always, thank you for listening and thank you for being you. We love you. Enjoy. When I wake up, accept through the day. Fuck, depression got me stuck. I can't even function. When I'm older, I'll be sad for longer. I will. I don't know. It's a vibe. Hi, and welcome back. I forgot to how to do this. Um, it's been a month. It's been a whole month. Um, we've made a mistake. I'm Kathy. And I'm Shira. And welcome back to our once a month podcast. It's pretty much become that, right? Yeah. But you know I'm what? Okay it's, with a it. it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. We, we both agreed. Uh, if you don't recognize the glorious saying that just came out of my mouth hole, it was um, Willow. Yes. And she, and she is a vibe. She has um, grown from whipping her hair back and forth. She is now a vibe. <laughs> and we agreed, Kathy and I, anytime moving forward, we say something is a vibe, yeah. which I feel like we say a lot. Sure. We have to we have to say it like Commit to it. Willow. And does. it has to be even after, like, even though we're not recording. Yes. So at work. Yes. <laughs> exactly. By myself. Yes. Um, with, with you cat. guys, yes. with my cat, with my dog, yes, mm-hmm. to all of it. Anyway, um, what's up? I know. Well, happy belated Halloween. Yes, that happened. That that did happen. Yes, that happened shortly after our last episode, right? Last episode. It's been was... almost a month. Okay, right? It's a vibe. It's a... <laughs> Is that when you're feeling yeah. uncomfortable? You're I'm like, you don't know how to answer. That. Are you just gonna fill fill the white noise with that? Um. No, yeah. Okay, so Halloween. What do, what did we do? Well, oh, we, we went we out. We went out. That's yes. right. Okay, it was a Sunday. We were dressed up, Sarah. Yes. You were multiple things. I oh, was. We were, we were hot sauce for one. Yes. Day. We like dressed up three different times. Why? Well, I, I, I had twice. Two. Twice. I had twice. I had twice. Um, we both went as sriracha. Yes. Um, I went on sat the Saturday night before Halloween. I went as Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um. I went to Lips that night. That was my first time going to any kind of drag show, but mm-hmm. to Lips. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it had me rethinking my entire life. Like, <laughs> I came out of that place, and I, I swear I found my calling. I was yeah. like, I have to be a drag queen. Like, that is my career. Like, you have to understand performing. That's, sure. like, the essence of what they do, right? Yeah. And it's, like, the, okay, the only thing is I want to sing. That's what I like about karaoke so much. Yeah. I really do enjoy singing. But this kind of combines, like, the triple threat aspect. Like, they are dressed to the fucking nines. Mm-hmm. Dancing. Like, all of them knew how to fucking dance. They all had, like, rehearsed, choreographed dance moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were lip syncing to, yeah. like, the queens. So they had, like, Whitney, Cher, Britney, yeah. Christina. Like, all of the fucking, like, powerhouse women 
they were like singing their the songs that they're known for and it was just fucking amazing and it was a mob in the whole room it was like contagious energy like mm-hmm. everyone was just excited to like be in their presence and yeah. it was like everyone was catching it and it's it was just a, it was the best time of my life yes, honestly that's a night. fun time um and then afterwards i went to karaoke mm-hmm. and of course i had to sing baby one more time mm-hmm. in my britney baby one more time music video outfit yes um there's a lot of britney's during halloween i think it's because of the whole free britney yes free and britney. she is free and now. she is free now yeah so you're welcome <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> it was you it was um, you <laughs> it's all me uh, and then Sunday night, we also went to karaoke. Mm-hmm. I ran out of – I didn't have, like, a structured outfit like I did the other two nights. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to whip something together. Mm-hmm. It was between a hippie, which Kathy – Kathy was like, uh, maybe not because I'd actually wear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I wish I – I saw the videos of you sending me your yeah. options to yes. wear. And Sarah's face just, like <laughs> – oh, I look so depressed. in it. I kind of was depressed that yeah. day. Like, I told Kathy later, like, I was not feeling going out on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Like, like you felt it that Yeah. Yeah. But also I knew that if I didn't go out – well, first of all, you hadn't gone out for Halloween yet. And mm-hmm. I wanted – like, I had so much fun on Saturday night. Like, I wanted you to be able to, like ex- – and I didn't want to be that fucking bitch of a friend who, like, bails last minute, you know. Uh-huh. And you had a costume and everything. So, secondly, mm-hmm. though, I knew that if – um. I didn't go out. I would, like, already end the night on an L. Like, I was already feeling depressed. I was already feeling down in the dumps. And, like, that wasn't going to change if I stayed in the house. Whereas Mm -hmm. if I pushed myself and, like, went outside my comfort zone and actually, like, did the damn thing, there's a chance I could have turned my night around. And that's exactly what happened. I'm so glad we did it. Mm -hmm. I had so much fun. Good. Um, I ended up going as uh, a, well, a football player. But I I essentially just – threw on my powder puff uniform from senior year and like put like not it wasn't official eye black but it was um eyeliner like under my eyes to make it look like I was wearing eye black I believed it and like like, wow is that Sarah or a professional football player I couldn't tell thank you and then I was the girl from promising young woman but I did mine pretty late so they didn't Sarah helped me get my costume um they didn't have spoiler alert she dies at the end um but she like so she's not bloody in the costume yeah but they only had the bloody nurse outfit and i'm just like i'm just gonna commit yeah and i'll make and it what did you say you're like this is a promising young woman the alternate ending yes like instead of her getting killed she gets the is ultimate the revenge yeah. she is the, the murderer yeah anyway. so yeah i mean that was fun people didn't think i had a couple people that came up to me they're like are you the shining and i'm like sure <laughs> yes <laughs> just I'm say yes shining. to whatever are you um, a vibe <laughs> i'm a vibe um <laughs> I had I worked the 30th so I went to my first it was supposed to be like a Halloween by um wedding so I was helping my florist friend um and for some reason I was expecting it to be like really cheesy and I was here for it I was really excited it ended up being extremely elegant um Marcel if you ever need flowers um Fleur Alchemy is her company, and she's amazing. She's a vibe. Oh, I love. <laughs> um, but yeah, what else? Um, Taylor Swift just released oh, some albums. Real quick, I wanted oh. to I want to mention something because we're fucking obsessed with 
Handmaid's Tale. Oh, we the, did. The night we went out. So when we left karaoke, Kathy and I were like in search of a, like some, somewhere to get food that was in walking distance. And so we found this spot that's like serves pizza by the slice super late at night. And on the walk there, we ran into a handmade baddie. Yes. Someone who was dressed up in the cloak, the handmade cloak. Mm-hmm. And we ha- freaked out. We had to get pictures with them. Yeah. And um, there's this saying, like, under his eye. Uh-huh. That's, like, one of their, I don't know, their, like, phrases in the show to signify, like, oh, we're always being watched kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, like, so we said under under his eye. And then he was, like, bitch, under his thigh. And then when we posed with him, he, like, made me put his put my thigh up on the fucking, like, wall. Yeah. And he was, like doggy style under my fucking thigh like licking it and we'll, know, po- we'll post that. a pic yeah yeah you you saw that you were there oh yeah i was there <laughs> you took the picture <laughs> i literally i just wanted to verbalize that <laughs> i saw it um but yes um taylor swift mm-hmm. so i don't know a whole lot about the whole thing but this is basically the gist that i understand yes. um scooter braun who is like has the rights to her music or something like mm-hmm. all of her albums um he he did <laughs> this is gonna sound like a really unintelligent version of probably what actually happened but i'm honestly he, like, i don't even know what the name <laughs> that is but keep going. so basically he like sold her music like he has the rights to her music or something and in order for her to like reclaim that piece of her and reclaim the music that she fucking wrote because like I don't know if people know this, but Taylor Swift, like, basically writes every single song mm-hmm. she's ever had. Um, so, like, to, like, reclaim that piece of her, she decided to re-release um, each of her albums, like, one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, like, slightly different lyrics or, like, lengthen the, sl- the song. Yeah. Um, and she's including, like, 10-minute music videos with each album or each song that's being released um that gives it so much more meaning i honestly yeah. just thought like oh she just is rebranding i don't know but i was no, like okay she like like a lot of the lyrics are the same like you know you'll recognize the song when you hear it like the chorus is the same and everything but she's changed something within them so that she can like re reproduce <laughs> this is not the right <laughs> Swifties like, are gonna murder. this is not the right jargon to use but yeah. she to like produce it and like re-release it yeah and like so it's copacetic like it's legit because she changed something about it Mm -hmm. and now this is her own yeah but anyway people are just like tearing jake gyllenhaal apart i guess because she recently re-released the red album which Mm -hmm. is like a lot of the the hits on there are about her breakup with him like we are never ever ever okay getting back together okay um what's that other one all all too well um i'm just like nodding like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay that was, i'm just being honest those are the only two i know so <laughs> but yeah people are like after fucking 10 years like yeah i'm all for it though, like, Hall it's one. honestly not my favorite like i'm not the biggest taylor swift fan mm-hmm. but i'm all for like empowerment yes. and like you do your thing yes um yeah yeah fuck jake Gyllenhaal. yeah yeah fuck him fuck him but he is kind of hot <laughs> so it's like yeah no for reals fuck up <laughs> <laughs> i will be fine yeah <laughs> um but the album we are excited about yes adele 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 yes. is back y'all she is back um so she had this like special concert on cbs the other night and first of all she looked like a vision 
Have you seen pictures of her? Yes, okay. I saw the picture. That dress, mm-hmm. it was like a mermaid style, like hugging her she in all the right places. The, was it the Griffin Griffith Observatory? Griffith Observatory, yes. So it was just beautiful. It was yeah. a, it was yes. a, 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 a vibe. Um, <laughs> and like, she was so cute because the Griffith Observatory, like, can't you like, see the stars or something from there but or like she something was the space the brightest star that night. yes she was that and yeah. but she was wearing like fucking space earrings and shit oh and i didn't i need to look it, at she, it was like a whole what? <laughs> <laughs> okay we need to stop um but she like made a whole theme thema out of it and it was cute um but aside from her like looking fabulous singing fabulous she it is like better than she's ever been yeah um she she had like a special moment because she allowed this guy to like bring his girl on stage and there was a proposal. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have not seen this fucking proposal, you need to immediately like pause this uh-huh. and go to YouTube and watch it. Well, well please, actually, well, please come back. But no, kind of actually, maybe not. But we'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> but on second thought, maybe you shouldn't because it has single handedly ruined engagement for me because in my mind. Nothing could ever top this. Like, okay, okay. No matter how my future guy. Oh, am I getting proposed to? <laughs> <laughs> Is that cat out no. the window? <laughs> um, but like, it's gonna ruin any kind of engagement in the future because <laughs> I'm always gonna compare whoever engages to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sound like a fucking dumbass right now. I'm so tired. <laughs> whoever engages, wait, whoever proposes to me. <laughs> whoever ring finger my whoever fingers me. my ring. <laughs> sorry guys, we're really tired. Um, whoever proposes, I'm always going to compare what they do to what this guy did. Yeah. It could well, be. It could be like wait, he'll fly you out to Tulum and have like. An aisle of petals, and then you'll be like, "Yeah, but is Adele here with her um, space earrings?" I yeah, don't think and is, so. And is Oprah and Lizzo sitting in the front row seat? And then after the proposal, I get to go and sit next to them. You can tell which my is what happened to leave because I know you flew them out, but I'd rather have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like it was so beautiful and so touching. Like I cried watching that proposal. Um, at first, I'm not gonna lie. I thought they were actors because it was so perfect. Yeah, like the moment, the setting, the environment, what what the guy was saying to her, mm-hmm. um, like her, the emotion that was. Being I need exchanged. to watch it. I still haven't watched. You it. have to watch because I feel like we we critique things a little bit different in regards to like romantic and cuteness. Yeah. So we'll see. This no, this was not cute. Oh, this was everything. <laughs> it was a brutal proposal. This was <laughs> this was like romance uh-huh. like when you think of ro- romance like true romance like from fucking elizabethan times like <laughs> fucking uh who's that author that writes those pride and prejudice <laughs> what's her name jk rowling jane austen jane austen when you think of romance, like this is up with Jane Austen. Okay. Like the- <laughs> I don't think I even think of Jane Austen as super romantic. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's crazy. <laughs> if you think Stephen King uh, romance. <laughs> when you think it. <laughs> when you look at it. Stephen King's it. Um, no, it was it was honestly an amazing moment. Okay. That's but nice. with, with that being said, um, 
you know, although it will make you sob and uh-huh. it will make you believe in love, uh-huh. um, at the same time, you'll never want to be proposed to in a way ever again. That's different. Yeah. From that. Like <laughs> that is just like the pinnacle. I wonder how much he paid. Cause I'm assuming he paid Adele. Unless I'm she's assuming. Like, unless she's like the kindness. And I there's no doubt in my Ooh. mind she probably is extremely, extremely kind. But <gasps> I do feel like if this was some I bet a lot of people would wanna would have wanted what a what have what have what would have what have wanted to be <laughs> um, um but good for good for them. I hope it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a cynic? <laughs> I hope it lasts. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, um, what else? What else happened? I signed up for a marathon. I feel like I know when I get, I think I'm having the moment of sadness or like just like little, little like whispers of depression. Do you sign up for marathons when you're feeling depressed? No, I feel like I make purchases. Oh, when I'm like really, really sad. Would you say like impulse? Yeah, impulse buys. So this time I was like, it was either going to be something on like, Amazon that was dumb or a marathon. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do it. And plus I did it in 2018 and then I purchased it for 2019 and then I end up not doing it. So I feel like this is my redemption. Okay. However, I haven't ran yet, but I plan on to. You still so have. I have till June. June. Okay. You still have plenty. Of I know, but it, it's, it, it's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, Anytime I have a future event and I'm like, oh, I have so much time. I have so much time. But I keep saying that as time goes on. Yeah. And then before I know it, it's like the week prior. And I'm like, okay, I should probably start training. Yeah. And I think now that I said it out loud, especially in this podcast. Yes. Now I'm Accountability. Keeping myself accountable. Exactly. That's good. Um, I have a story about the rock and roll marathon. Okay. Now that you mentioned that. So recently it was the rock and roll marathon. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I can't remember. I think it was like the weekend or two weekends before Halloween, mm-hmm. I want to say. But um, anyway, I had gone out the night, bef- the night before. So I had gone out on Saturday night. The Rock and Roll Marathon was on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, I went a little too hard on that Saturday night and I woke up super hungover on mm-hmm. Sunday. So I was like, okay, what can I eat right now that like will satiate me um, and that – I won't want to like throw up because you know how when you feel nauseous or hungover, like there's only certain foods you can tolerate. So I really was thinking, and I was like, okay, an acai bowl Mm -hmm. and some like hearty chicken noodle soup. I'm like, I'm talking with the thick noodles, not not the the egg noodles, yeah, the egg, not the ones in the can either, like some homemade good good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then I was thinking like, okay, acai bowl, I have to go to the marketplace. The marketplace is this spot right actually right down from Kathy's. Um, it's in Bankers Hill mm-hmm. and they have hands down the best acai bowl I've ever had. It's one of those liquor stores where there's a deli in the back. Yeah. But in my experience, those are always the best like hidden secrets. Mm-hmm. Like the delis in the back of liquor stores have the best sandwiches, acai bowls, yeah. wraps, whatever. So Acai bowl marketplace. You're welcome. So I knew that's where I had to go. Um, however, the marketplace only has like a soup of the day and they didn't have chicken noodle soup that day. So I know Costco also has bomb chicken noodle soup. Yeah. The only downside is because they sell everything in bulk. 
It's like weeks where it's like a, a six month supply with the chicken noodle soup, but it's like it's best by date is like it's uh, has a five day yeah. shelf. And also life. going to Costco in itself is like, is a mission. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I decided it was worth the trip and it would yes. make me feel good. I'm gonna take a sip of water. She's drinking the chicken noodle soup as we speak. <laughs> that made me gag a little bit. <laughs> Speaking I, of gagging <laughs> in this episode. Okay, that'll come later. <laughs> that, was yeah. um, that was a nice transition. Um, so I go to Costco. I go to the, the section in the very back where they have like the frozen, the, the whatever, the uh-huh. meat section. That's where the soup is. And I go and it was like destiny because they only had one soup left. Oh, nice. So I, I say I say one soup, but it was like a vat. Yeah. It was like one container. One aquarium. Aqua- oh. Aquarium full of soup. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is destiny. Like I was meant to come in. This soup had my name on it. Yeah. So bought the soup. I proceed to Bankers Hill area to the uh-huh. marketplace. And as I'm driving up here, I see horrendous traffic. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really bizarre. Like, why is there traffic on a Sunday? And then as I'm driving through this area, there's like signs everywhere saying like no parking. There's an event, a marathon. And I was like, oh, fuck. Today's the rock and roll marathon. Yeah. Which meant they closed down like all the freeways. Oh, shit. <laughs> so then I get my acai bowl. I leave and it's like taking me on this huge detour. Normally, it, it's like 10 minutes away from my house, right? Yeah. But this route was saying it was going to take like 30 plus minutes to get home. And it was all like side streets until I found like an 805 entrance somewhere like in like university heights area. So I'm driving, right? And then I'm merging onto the freeway finally. Mm -hmm. And I I fucking hate when people do this. And I get it because I've been there where I don't want to let people in. Like I've let so many people in. Like it's my turn. Uh Like I, I don't want to let another person in. But I was literally in a situation where I had no choice. I was in a lane that was merging into the freeway. And if I stayed in that lane, it was going to turn into the next exit. Yeah. So, like, someone had to let me in. And it was gridlock traffic. No one was moving. The cars were stationary. I had my lights on, my, like, blinker. Yeah. Um, And, like, people were, like, scooching so close. Like, they weren't leaving any room for anyone to cut. And they they try to make eye contact. Yes. Just pretend they don't see you. Exactly. Yeah. So it was convertible. He pretends he doesn't see me. Um, So at one point, I'm, like, stopped in this lane, right? Because no one's letting me in the fucking – I literally have to stop or else I'm going to have to exit. Mm -hmm. So I'm stopped, right? And so I decide I'm going to roll down my window and try to, like, wave my arm and get someone's attention and, like – be like, please, like yeah. beg them, basically, let me in. So I I roll down my window and I'm like waving my arm and I'm like sticking my head out, like b- practically begging, like, please let me in, like making eye very intentional yeah. eye contact with people. And this lady, like, she sees me, she looks me in my eyes and she just like shakes her head. Oh. And I'm like, fucking whore! <laughs> and finally, I decide I just got to like make a power move here and f- literally force my way in. Yeah. So I force my way in like right before this Escalade. And he's like d- dramatically honking at me as if he was like going to get into an accident because I like forced myself in. But they were literally going two miles an hour. Yeah. Like the line was not moving. So he's honking at me. I'm finally in the, la- the lane. He's still honking at me. Even from behind. But like, you're like already. And I'm already in the lane. Yeah. Um. Then he decides 
he's going to go into the lane next to me. No. And he pulls up next to me and he's honking at me. Why? Next to me. And I can't see him because he's in an escalator. He's in an escalator and the windows are fucking blacked yeah. out. It's like you can nighttime. call him out. Why do you even need that car? The environment. <laughs> like, why do you need that? It's 2021. But like he, my window was still rolled down and like he's honking at me. I couldn't even look him in his face because the windows were like so pitch black. Yeah. But I was like looking at the black window, being like, I had no choice. Like literally defending myself. Oh my god. Like trying to trying to reason with this man. Yeah. The lane was ending. Like I literally told him the lane was ending and it's also with one car more yeah like one car and you made yes. you asked yes too. You i just, was polite you just, i tried to be you polite. try to be polite. i tried that's like uh, um that's why i hate going when um when i used to have to go to del mar to like drop off my ex or whatever yeah um it was during the fair that was a shit show yes like going bad. in and then i just remember the same thing like yeah you i let like two people in and then another person try to get in and maybe i can vouch for that lady that shook her head but i just remember being like no like i can't let because then people behind you were getting pissed and Ooh. i was like uh but if they like just put their bodies in i probably I their, bodies. <laughs> their car and i wouldn't have said anything so the the moral of that story because we were talking about rock and roll marathon don't do the mo- never leave the house yeah. on a marathon day yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> stick to the thin noodle soup don't go to costco <laughs> <laughs> um but also, Kathy has a boyfriend. That's another update. <laughs> yes. Okay, bye. So. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, what is this episode about? It's about sex and relationship taboos. Yeah, we Sex, said drugs, it. and rock and roll marathons. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sex, drugs, and escalades. <laughs> Dude, I don't like this no. one. Okay. I like it. Okay. Okay, okay we'll keep it. <laughs> um... But yeah, we're going to be talking about re- sex and relationship taboos, mm-hmm. which are the things that are considered inappropriate by society and go against the norm. Yes, and we have the opinions. We have some stances on things. things and, and here they are. And here it is. And we're going to get into it. Okay. So the first like set of these are kind of vanilla. Like a little speed round. Yeah, a little speed round-ish, if you will. But then we're going to get into what you guys really came for. So if you want that stuff, skip ahead 10 minutes. <laughs> um, okay. So first on the list is, so these are when you're in a relationship, yes. right? Sleeping in separate beds or bedrooms. Thoughts? I don't know if I have a strong opinion yet. Like maybe that's okay. That's <laughs> I can okay, next one. <laughs> I do think because like I think I can be a, a pretty loud sleeper. Like I like to move. Okay. So I like I think it just depends on like how big the bed is. Okay. <laughs> is it a twin? Is it a full? Is, is it, it a queen? Like, is it like a California king? Yeah. So I think that would play into it. Um, I feel like in the beginning of a relationship, I would want to be in the same bed with my yes. partner, but maybe in the future when we have like. A kid, mm-hmm. some maybe I need separation. I don't know. Okay, I have to figure that out. But how about you? What do you okay, think? my opinion. Um, I'm not a fan. Okay, but I think it's it has to do with your own like unique experience mm-hmm. in life that has like shaped that opinion. What if so, he's a strong uh, or a heavy snorer? That would be difficult because there have been times where, um, like partners have snored. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very light sleeper, so it wakes me up, 
And I literally either have to choose to like remove myself and I end up sleeping in another room. Um, or I just fucking like kick them and I'm like, wake the fuck up, you're snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sleep first and then you sleep. But I notice like the snoring is like when you're you're sleeping on your back. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll just like um lovingly push, roll push them off the bed. Oh. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um I'll just like roll them over. So um it depends. But I say I'm not a fan of this because um I have a very like <laughs> slippery slope mentality with this. Yeah. Okay, first it's sleeping in separate beds in the same room. Uh-huh. Then you're sleeping in separate bedrooms. And then separate And homes. then you're divorced, you know? <laughs> <laughs> separate homes. It's yeah. like a progress. No, and it's because that was very much my experience. Like my, you know, my parents got divorced when I was 17. Uh-huh. And like it all started when they started sleeping in separate bedrooms. Okay. Like that was the catalyst, like not to get like super deep and like childhood trauma, but yeah. um, it started with one fight. They had one fight one morning. And yeah. just to like to prove a point – um, I think my dad like just t- took some things out of his closet and moved it into like the spare bedroom mm-hmm. and like, you know, was like, I'm sleeping in here tonight or whatever, or however long. But then he tried to like go back into the bedroom and my mom was like, nah, no, you ain't. Out. No, you ain't. Yeah. Your, is your stuff in here? No, that closet is already my, I already moved all of my stuff. My vanity is in there. there. My yeah. <laughs> um, and then. They slept in separate rooms for three years and they ended up getting divorced. So to me, okay. like, that's the beginning of, like, problems. Okay. Not that that in and of itself is the issue. Like, mm-hmm. there have to be existing problems in order to, in some cases, to decide to, like, sleep in separate rooms. Yeah. Right? But, um, yeah. Okay, I'm not, I take I'm not, it back. I agree with you. No, no, no. Don't let me change your yeah, opinion. because now I, I, I didn't think about it that way. Okay. Like, now that makes sense. Got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah, because I just feel like um, sleeping, not just having sex in the bed that you sleep in, but sleeping can be a very intimate act. Like, you know, you're spooning, you're cuddling, like you're like literally breathing next, like laying within inches of another human body. Like Mm -hmm. it's a very intimate act if you think about it. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you decide to stop sleeping together, I feel like you're missing on that, like that intimate moment in the relationship and then what else like what how are the dominoes gonna fall yeah. after that you, you stop know? kissing yeah stop looking at each other exactly <laughs> um you forget you even like live in the same yeah. house <laughs> so that's my stance um Next. but i know that real quickly just to play mm-hmm. devil's advocate i know there it that is a situation that works for a lot of people mm-hmm. like um an ex his parents slept in different but they seemed like worked. they seemed like totally in love yeah. and like you know, they were very affectionate. Because it really could other. be just like and it was it was literally that. It was snoring, yeah. Um, talking, yeah, all of that. I know some people have to sleep with like a sleep apnea machine oh, and yeah. it's super loud. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know it could work. I think it just depends on like the dyna- dynamic that you yeah. have, you know. Okay, so the next one we have is going out and socializing separately when you're in a relationship. I mean the context. I'm a fan. Yeah, but I also need, you need like, context. Are you pretending you don't know me and you're socializing? Are you? Oh, like are you acting like you're not in a relationship? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I'm a fan too. But as long as you're like not going out mm-hmm. trying to ho. smash, <laughs> trying, trying, to, trying to vibe, trying with to someone hope. else, trying to vibe. <laughs> Meet me at a spot. Wait, how's it go? 
me. I'm just trying to. Oh, anyway, okay. Um, next. They probably already because uh, we were like speed round, and then we already spent. Like, no, not just that. Because of how many times we, we said, said vibe. vibe, yeah. They get a drinking game started over. I, exactly. <laughs> um. No. Yeah, I'm a fan of the going out and socializing separately. It's one thing if you're going out like acting like you're single, you know. But um, for me, I personally need friend time away mm-hmm. from my partner. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, just I need like a girls' night. Like I'll I'll tell him all the time like. Hey, I'm going out, but it's like a girl's night, mm-hmm. you know, just to signify we're going to get together. We're going to gab. Yeah. We're going to talk about our men. We're going to talk about like our issues and you know, I need space for me. Yeah. And, it's <laughs> and I think that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes you miss that. Exactly. You want to sleep in the same like, bed. It's like cute. <laughs> it's like the same bed. Um, okay. So next one, ignoring each other throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this, um, I was like, well, that's kind of mean. Like, I would never get a text from my partner and intentionally not respond. Yeah. Um, But I think what this one is getting at is, like, maybe you don't text each other all day long. Yeah. You know, maybe you you give yourself the room to actually miss each other. Mm -hmm. And, like, if there's something exciting you want to tell them, rather than communicating it over text where it can get watered down or the message is lost, like – you do it in person and you like plan it out or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say ignoring is the right word, but I just, I would say like giving each other the space to actually miss each other by yeah. not like constantly being in contact, especially if you live with them. That's Cause true. you're already with them uh, like a majority of the time. So you can have like more conversation mm-hmm. once you do meet up. No, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Keeping a few secrets is the mm-hmm. next one. Mm-hmm. I also need context. Okay. So I think an example of this that I've personally adopted, like in my relationship, is um we don't we've never talked about we've talked about past relationships, but we've never talked about how many like sexual partners we've had. Okay. Um, like I think one day we were watching something and she like she was talking about how, how many people she slept with. And then I mentioned my, like mine's in the double digits. Yeah. Um, as any normal, but I was like, person. but I was like barely in the double cause double yeah. digits could also be like 99, not judging if that's, yeah. how, if that's your number, but also like, that's, that, that's not me, you yeah. know? So I, I, I'm like, okay, it's low double digits though. Like I had to clarify. <laughs> um, but like, I would never like tell my partner my exact number and it's not because I think he would judge me, but I just don't think, like, does your partner really want to know that? Yeah. Like, would it bother them on some psychological level? Like, would it then transport, would it would it then transport them to thinking about, like, your previous experiences? Like, what kind of yeah, images does that evoke? Yeah, I don't want to know that part. Yeah. Peter wouldn't want to know that. Peter, yeah. Peter has an opinion, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter's a little hoe. Yeah. But, I mean, if we're talking about, like, cheating, absolutely not. Like, mm-hmm. that needs to come to light. Oh, yeah. Um, the, I do believe in the whole, like, um, your your secrets keep you sick, mm-hmm. depending on what it is. But, like, some yeah, something to that effect where it's, like, harmful to the other person, you owe it to them to, like, be honest and and communicate. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, and I don't need to know all the little details. Like, you don't, if we're at an ice cream shop and that was a place where you and your ex went, I honestly don't want to know. Yeah. Um, I remember, I she's not going to listen, but we did have a coworker um, that 
got mad at her boyfriend at the time uh-huh. because he went the same route on a road trip that he took with his ex-girlfriend uh-huh. and she was like really offended yeah that he kept that from her but it's like you can't get mad at geography <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you're taking a trip like there's i don't know i just right. there's some things that i don't really have to know right so exactly yeah and i mean and if they want to all... verbally say everything it's like why is this why why are you telling me this yeah and i do think like there are maybe in life there's like traumas we've gone through and we don't necessarily want to like share that or we're not ready to or we don't we don't want to like um think about it you know we don't want to revisit it yeah and i feel like you you have earned that right to kind of like keep that private yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah um the next one is Letting any and all emotions be okay. So one taboo that's like a huge thing in society that's so fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. um, And I feel like it's a disservice to men everywhere Mm -hmm. is this idea that in order to appear more like masculine, men have to like hide their emotions or they like can't cry or they always have to act kind of like – a tough guy or like they yeah macho machismo like Mm -hmm. they can't wear their heart on their sleeve and i disagree i feel like the most thriving relationships i've ever been in or even like dating situations is when i feel like the man was emotionally in tune with himself Mm -hmm. and felt the freedom to like share that side yeah you know and same thing with girls like i feel like when we are when we cry and we express our emotion we're seen as like whiny yeah but you're just being expressive however Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think this is also to an extent because yes let all your emotions out but i was with someone that cried every time we got in an (laughs) argument and at first i was like oh i found it endearing and then it slowly turned into like something i wasn't into Right. So I think it did it depends. you start to become like unattracted? Yeah, honestly. I, yeah. I started to get unattracted and also I felt like he knew that I would succumb and feel bad oh. because of the So tears. it was like a manipulation thing. I, I felt like it towards the end it was. Because then sometimes we would talk about something and then he would start crying and then I would just get confused onto why you're crying, and then maybe I'm not reading the emotions oh. right or i'm not reading the situation at hand then i'd feel guilty and it like just it wasn't other it, thing. like it wouldn't be something that you would think he would cry over yeah like oh. i don't know like he fucking burned a piece of toast yeah <laughs> like, it's my family heirloom toast <laughs> but i'm yeah. trying to think um i don't think i've ever been with anyone who's who i felt cried too much mm-hmm. or was too like well, overly you're missing emotional. out <laughs> <laughs> um I've definitely been on the receiving end, like someone who thought I cried too much. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a crier. Yeah. Like, I'm a big time crier because, well, number one, because I'm a little fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> like, I do not handle emotions well. Like, when something hurts me, I feel it deeply. Yeah. Even if it's not something that, like, should really hurt me all that much. Like, I don't know why, but I'm just... Would you I'm cry just... with this burnt toast, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I think you have a right to cry. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah. I, I will acknowledge that 
I, I probably cry a little too, I'm a little too emotional mm -hmm. at times. Like maybe there are better, more productive ways of like channeling that energy um, or rather than just like talking and crying, like succumbing to it. Like I could like take some time to like gather my emotions first mm -hmm. so that it can come to the table clear headed um, and like communicate my thoughts without all of the, the fucking ugly crying and like hyperventilating, yeah. hyperventilating, like getting in the way. Because I do think when you're super like emotional, um, cause keep in mind, like men, they're what we normally think of is like anger, right? Mm -hmm. When they're fucking angry and they're flaring and they're like throwing things or punching a wall, like mm -hmm. they could say the same about us with our tears. Like, yeah. Even though it's not, I mean, I I'll it's be not honest. I've scary? been angry too. Yeah, like, I think I can parallel to what would be considered guy action, right? Like getting really mad. Yeah. Um, but I do think too, like, uh, being upset in that way can be just as bad as anger. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I that is something I'm trying to work on, rather than just always that that being like kind of like my go-to way of expressing myself yeah. to try to like channel that differently and maybe step away, like take a minute to myself, maybe take a day before I talk about the thing mm -hmm. to where I'm not upset about it anymore. And then coming back to it, um, yeah. having like that clarity. And, and that's why I'm really good. I feel I'm better at texting <laughs> and writing my most doing yes, letters. writing letters. I'm big on letters. I feel like I still get choked up. Yes. And it's definitely something I need to work on, but that's why I hella do. Yeah. I always have to text it out. Yes, that's good. I'm a I'm big on typing yeah. things out. And meet in person, too. but also I do want to verbalize everything via phone. Like yes. kind of like a little prelude. Even to if what you the kind of have to read your letter. Be. It's okay if you have to read what you wrote down. Yeah. Like that's perfectly fine too. Um okay, so this is where we're kind of getting into the you know, the things that are a little bit more like taboo, taboo, those like unspoken things. So we have open relationships. Mm -hmm. So we know someone who's in an open relationship. And we know people that and, have been in the past. Yes, and have yes. been in the past. And we know people who are completely monogamous. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, my take on this is neither is better than the other. Mm -hmm. I think it really depends on the person and like honestly how um, mature, like emotionally mature they are. Because mm -hmm. someone like me, for example, I don't think I could ever think be in a You in can an say that's based on maturity, though. I think it's also preference. Like, really? You, I don't think, like, I. I couldn't do an open relationship, but mm -hmm. I still think I'm mature. I just think it's not my preference. Right. I do feel like there's some people out there that can, that are fine with it. And if I think you're both cool and on the same page, mm -hmm. then do it. And I think yeah. that's like the person that we know that is in one. Right. They both are very like transparent. Like we are yes. in an open relationship. We love each other, but yes. sex is sex. Right. So. And I guess when I say emotionally mature, like, um, I have very jealous tendencies. Okay. Like, I I get jealous at the, like, most insignificant of details. Mm -hmm. And so, for me, I know I could, like, I could, I would never work in that kind of dynamic because, yeah. first of all, even just the mere thought of my partner, like, fucking someone else is disturbing to my core. Yeah. Um. But two, like, I would just start to think they're, 
well, I, I was about to say cheating. It's not cheating if it's in an open relationship, but I, w- I don't know. I feel like my mind would just start to go fucking insane psycho yeah. with being like jealous all of the time. And like someone passes by, like, do you want to fuck them? Yeah. Like, because you can, you want to fuck them. <laughs> and I think um, we are going to dive into this again with that friend. We're hoping to find a time where that person can come in and we can interview that person. Yeah. Um, but I also like, I want to know what the rules are. Like, yeah. are you allowed to only mess do you with that talk about once, it yeah and then like that's is it, it a one and done yeah or can you have an ongoing no, like can yeah. you can, can you date them personally like i would never i don't think i'm ever gonna be in that mindset where i could do an open relationship but i'm yeah. assuming if i were in one it would be a one and done situation mm-hmm. it would be like don't even look because what face. if you how do you keep from like how do you, how do you keep from falling in love with another person like i guess they're okay maybe you don't like hold hands or yeah. you don't it's a one and done like stuff yeah. like that to where you prevent that from happening you just have to have a lot of love for like, your partner right i'm assuming right but to me like so not talking about open relationships for a second mm-hmm. cheating i know one of the reason people cheat is they're not getting all of their needs met from that one person which yeah. makes sense like you do inevitably like if you're monogamous i feel like you have to kind of sacrifice you have to compromise on some things because it's never going to be perfect from like every angle yeah um and i've been in relationships where going into it i thought i like this is one of my needs but then i realized what really matters and i'm like okay i can give a little bit on that because i'm getting this you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah um but you know, with cheating, I know p- people, not that it makes it right, but a reason that motivates people to cheat is because their needs aren't being met and either their partner's not listening or they feel like they're not safe to communicate it or they're just like selfish, whatever the reason is. And they go out and they get they get their sexual... They're tickle, pickle, they, they, they're pickle, pickle, tickle. But in an open relationship, I guess it's the same kind of idea, like, except you both come to the agreement that your needs aren't cannot your like all of your needs cannot be met in one person yeah and so you mutually decide to like you're getting so much from this relationship maybe there's just like the sexual element that's missing yeah and you come to the conclusion it's okay if mm-hmm. we have to like go out and get that from other people but yeah. there are going to be boundaries around it one of the things like i'm not tmi well we'll do a disclaimer in the beginning yeah. of this episode i'm not into butt stuff yeah i don't like things in my butt so I just feel like maybe if I had to do an open relationship, I'd be like, yeah, you can do only butt stuff with <laughs> You'd have to person. change your boundaries. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh no, they they would only, have to. Yeah, if that's – if you need to get your tickle pickled. Yes. Or pick, pickle tickled, you, you you can only do it via entering someone's butt. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so that's you, the rule. You, you can, can have an open guy. relationship, but just with butts. Yeah. Tell your guy, like, you could do this, but you can only have butt sex. Yes. Oh, you know what? Though? Okay, see, and this is why I could never do this. I'd be like, is he really just doing butt stuff, though, or is he <laughs> penetrating vaginally? Like, those are the kind of thoughts that would go through my mind. Um, another thing, too, I want to say about open relationships. I have another friend who's in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And... Um, or at least I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if they actually are, mm-hmm. but they've been considering it. Okay. And and I'm like, why? Like, I'm just curious. Like, it fascinates me. Again, I hear it for, like, if you're in a relationship for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that's when I see it kind of happen. To keep things, like, exciting or something. Yeah. Yeah. But then I could also 
I don't know. I feel like there's other stuff like board games are pretty fun. <laughs> like really like good Italian place. Naked Twister or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I asked her one time, like, you, you don't get jealous because she like loves this dude so much. Like it's, and it's oh, obvious. Like yeah. he is the love of her life vice and vice versa. Like they are soulmates, twin mm-hmm. flames. Like, and I'm just like, why though? Why? Like if I'm just curious, not, mm-hmm. not from a judgmental place, but I'm just kind of fascinated. Yeah. Um, no, it's just fascinating. Yeah. And she told me like, honestly, um, I love him so damn much like I love him so deeply that if he is like this would be my fantasy to like have have an open relationship or have a threesome or whatever like she said if he if that's something he wanted Mm -hmm. I would do it for him because I love him so much yeah and I'm I'm like damn have I have I just not really (laughs) loved that deep because I've never once in a single relationship or no matter who I've loved, not once has that been a thought. Like, I love him so much. I would, I would let him penetrate. Okay, yeah. I don't think I've ever gone that far, but I have gone to the point where, like, I like this person so much yeah. that if it makes him happy to not be with me and be with this other person, I would be okay with it. I feel like that's my version of like. Mm, no, you're right. Yeah. No, because you're, you're right. I've had like amicable, amicable breakups where. Like, okay, we're both expressing we're not happy, but we, like, love each other immensely. Uh-huh. But it's like, okay, I, like, I love him and, like, I want to release him. If he's not happy. Like, I set him free. I set him free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with, but not an open relationship. But yeah, that's, exactly. that's my preference. Right. But honestly, I, I think that's pretty fucking awesome, too, that like you love someone that deeply mm-hmm. you are willing to put your own like desires or your own jealousies whatever aside yeah. for that person like that to me is like the ultimate act of selflessness and it, that's beautiful to mm-hmm. me like in no part of this am i judging anyone yeah i just i am such an insecure like i'm this is more coming from a place of i understand who i am mm-hmm. at this juncture yeah and right now like sitting on in Kathy's studio in podcasts yeah on this chair with Peter sleeping on my laptop case <laughs> um I know I am not emotionally mature enough or secure enough to be able to handle an open relationship oh yeah I get and it. that's mic drop and that's real and that's yeah. is and that's on fleek or whatever they say oh period that's on period that's on that's on period <laughs> what do you say <laughs> Okay, next we have um, – we also – we don't have this on our list, but I'm just going to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. What do you think about threesomes? Um, <laughs> at this time, no. Okay. I don't I, I don't think I'm, I'd be down. I, oh, no. I do have a funny okay. story. Okay. <laughs> um, so the first guy I was ever with, um, again, I was learning the lay of the land. Yeah. Uh, and then he did mention like threesomes. And I think at this point, like I wanted to seem cool girl, like, yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then he texted someone and then I used, I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, are you sure you're down? I'm like, yeah, I'm down. I use the restroom and I just leave. <gasps> Were you at his house? Yeah, I was at his place. You just left his I house? I left. <laughs> and then he asked, um, cause I guess like no one did come over, but he was like, where did you go? I'm like, oh, I just wasn't feeling good. And I never really talked about it. 
Wow. So me with communication. That's bold. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I would. I would do okay. a threesome. But. But you have to like love them. No. Like at this point, I can't even confidently say I'd do it in a really. I'd have to be single. Okay. I'd have to be single. And I don't think I could do it with someone I know. Oh, yeah. Like, first of all, I couldn't, if I'm dating a guy, right, and, like, um, the idea of a threesome comes up, I couldn't move forward with it if I was serious about this guy. Okay, yeah. Because then I'd always just remember him, like, I'd always just see the the image of yeah, him, like, screwing someone else. I don't want to see that. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I, not that I would want either, mm-hmm. but I'd rather if we were very open and all of this, I yes. would rather him do the open relationship. And I like knew that he was just like, but you didn't doing see it, it, but I didnn't see it Got versus it. having a threesome. Yeah. Um, that's what I, I don't want to like... compare myself. I know I, I would compare myself to that girl. Mm-hmm. Like I just know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not really down. And that's why I feel like I couldn't do it in a relationship because yeah. the, the images would just be like burned. Unless and... she was like eight foot tall. <laughs> And like, it was a dude. It was a dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd have to be single. Yeah, and it would have to be like with someone that I'm not like seriously dating or want to seriously date. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it would have to be super casual. It would have around. to be Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it it would have to be like just a fling, like maybe a one time thing. Yeah, with a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. I- would you do two guys or a guy and a girl? Um, I'd rather gouge my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like if I had to choose, it'd probably be I, – I honestly probably would do two, a girl and a guy. Yeah. Okay. Just because I feel like with a guy – like, at first, I'm like, ooh, two guys. But like, then what if they start enjoying it more? And then I'm just in the and corner, then I'm like, out, And they're being, like, super aggressive. And then I'll it. be like, I knew it. And then all you hear is just, like, fucking, like – and they, and they slowly like push me out of the room and then block me out and then my confidence will go even more yeah oh, peter you can leave you don't have to listen to this <laughs> oh hello oh, hi <laughs> so um <laughs> did, did the topic make you nervous kathy literally like, just dropping like, everything dropping yeah boxes just came towering down that was the, i wonder if it's even perceptible the noise that yeah it was just me but anyway well that is the end of part one surprise part one part yeah. we actually did full disclosure we did not know this was going to be a part one and part two mm-hmm. until halfway through filming yeah, and then it got really long, yes. and then emotions got involved. And maybe there was a tear or two. Yeah. You'll just have to tune in and see. I know. <laughs> please. <laughs> please tune in. <laughs> but but um, thank you for being here and for hearing us out on a topic that's actually kind of a little hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have this on the list of things we wanted to talk about. We just, like, haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah. So now it's starting yeah so we're we're starting to open the gates of our vulnerability in our vulvas (laughs) (laughs) um but yes until next time Bye. bye